Hey folks, this is Jason Albert, and you are listening to Nordic Nation from Faster Skier. In this sub-15 minute episode, we do our part to help former U.S. ski team head coach Pete Vordenberg spread the word about his cross-country climate challenge. Pete will discuss some of the details in the podcast and will also post additional info in a write-up on the Faster Skier website. Basically, the challenge is a chance for the cross-country ski community to harness its formidable energy and do some good. And you'll also learn a new phrase, at least it is to us, the phrase paperback environmentalist. Okay, I reached Pete at his home in Salt Lake on Wednesday for him and Thursday for me here in Pyeongchang. Before we get into the details of Pete's challenge, we jump right into the idea that from at least the non-athlete perspective, the Olympics can be a buzzing circus. Pete also gives his opinion that the games might be an ideal place for political action. As you know, like this Olympic thing is a freaking circus. Oh, it's it's one of the biggest circuses on earth. Yeah, it's so over the top. I mean, I went to a I'm I've bounced back. I'm excited about the Olympics, but I went to a place where I hated him. I hated the Olympics. I thought they should be I thought they should be canceled forever and banned. But I've kind okay. of bounced From like back. a consumer like a consumerism type, but yeah. 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 Well, that's what it is. It's a huge marketing tool. It's it is a marketing branding. It's a it's a corporate, you know, heyday. They're just and so but this is one of the things that I this is what I'm uh, working on is that these athletes should not just be used as marketing tools. They should use this coverage that they get, the, their voices that they have earned to do something good in the world. And so I'd, I've been, I've been really pushing for opportunities for them that are within the rules because I don't want them to get in trouble but that are within the rules for them to use their voice and use this power that they have that they have earned through their sports to do something good and it just makes so much sense that the that that what they uh do and what they use their voice towards is helping to save winter helping to save the sport the lifestyle and of course, those things are so small compared to, you know, the real catastrophe of global warming, which is so global and affects everything and everybody. But still, these these are frontline people on climate change. This is these are the first people that lose their jobs because there's not winter anymore. So, yeah, the first thing that comes to mind is sort of the 1968 Mexico City um black power kind of protest, the black power protests. So, you know, I'm kind of curious, like what behind the scenes, what kind of conversations do you have with athletes or organizations that deal with athletes that involve their right to make a, a statement about yeah. their personal values yeah. in a public yeah. forum, like say the Olympics? Honestly, I don't think they should stay within the rules. I think that they should, they should break the rules and I think that there's so many great examples of athletes that have done this over the years um, that, uh, um, 
you know, that, that rose above just being a great athlete that, that took their athleticism and turned it into something, um, bigger and better that, that influenced people around the world. And I, here's a, here's a, do you remember when, um, president Obama, okay. The Cavaliers it's Cavaliers nets and the Cavaliers wore, I can't breathe t-shirts. And so then president Obama said, this is what he said is a quote, you know, I think LeBron did the right thing. We forget the role that Muhammad Ali, Arthur Ashe, Bill Russell played in raising consciousness. So, I mean, I say, hell yeah, you speak out because this is an opportunity that nobody, so few people in the world have this ability to speak out and to say something that will help the rest of the world. And these Olympic athletes have that ability. And it's against the rules, so... You know, there's that, but those rules are in place so that the marketing thing is not upset, so that the marketing tool of the Olympic Games does not get overturned. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so for more pedestrian skiers like myself, or, you know, yeah. most, <laughs> you're like, yeah, like, yeah, like you. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no I, I mean, it. we're talking about... Uh, yeah, like regular most people. people are pedestrian yeah, totally. compared to the people at the Yeah, Olympics. exactly. So, no, I, I'm yeah. there. I got it. So, okay. Yeah. So, I know you're involved with a, a campaign right now to allow, like, everyday skiers to have a voice and be sort of, uh, be climate activists and participants in, or participants and activists for change. Um, so yeah. one is, you know, can you describe a little bit about what you're involved with and what the process will be for people to get involved and yeah. also, um, how you got involved with it as well? Yeah. So, I I've been this, my entire life I've been, um, I'm going to coin this term. I don't think anyone else has used this. I've been a paperback environmentalist. And what I mean by that is I read Edward Abbey and I love to go, you know, hike around in the woods. And so I said I was an environmentalist, but that's not truly doing anything. And so I, I, I feel like I have this opportunity now to combine my environmental um, leanings with, with my sports background and with my connections in the, in the sports community and the ski community to, to become a true activist. And what I, what I, when I look around at what U.S. skiing has done over the past um, 20 years, really, less than that, 15 years, we've gone from seriously being nobody to winning World Cups, like winning two World Cups, two separate people winning World Cups on a weekend. Yeah. I mean, we as a community have come so far it's amazing and it is literally the work of a community spread over an entire country all of us working together towards this goal and now we can do this exact same thing working together as a community towards solving climate change that's something we can literally do all of us together. And we know we're really good at working hard and working together to solve a problem. So uh, 
so what I've I've connected my I I shopped around. I there's a lot of amazing um, organizations, but I uh, really connected myself with the Citizens Climate Lobby. They have a lot of great stuff going on. One of the things that really got me on board with them was this um, bipartisan climate solutions um, caucus where there's six right now there's 68 representatives. Um, half of them are Republicans and half of them are Democrats. And if you, you know, if you come on board as a, as a Democrat, you have to bring somebody from across the oh, aisle. Cool. Okay. So it's an, it's an amazing thing. So that I was like, okay, this is a solutions based action. This is not a complaining type thing, whining or even lashing out, you know, that just does nothing. This is about working together to make stuff happen. So um, what anyway, so with these guys, what I have come up with is what, what I'm calling the cross-country climate challenge. And it's going to go out to all the teams, to everybody. I can get this in the hands of uh, teams, race organizers, athletes, coaches, everybody. And let's see which team, which organization can sign the most constituent comment letters. And these are delivered by the climate, um, by the, uh, um, by the citizens climate lobby hand delivered. That's the thing is they have these relationships with all of the representatives. They can hand deliver these letters to these, uh, to our representatives. And, and then the next part of this thing is, um, you know, whoever, whoever, whatever clubs can do the most, they're going to win some prizes. I've already got some, uh, industry people on board with skis and stuff like that. But what I think is super cool is your team or your club, you can nominate like an athlete that really gets into it and really wants to do this, nominate that person and we'll bring them for free to the, um, citizens climate lobby, um, conference national conference in dc in june and it's going to be like you know talking to congressmen talking to to our politicians and the 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 whole idea of this is these guys there's no these guys don't lead us we lead them they answer to us and they will do they will have the opinions we'll tell them to have you know there's no really such a thing as a climate denier there's just people who are paid to not want to believe in it. And so if we can convince these guys that the people are behind climate solutions, then they're going to be behind it too. And that's proven again and again. This is a, this is a strategy which will work, is working, and U.S. cross-country skiers can get behind this together and make a huge difference. Okay, great. And... Anything else you want to add? Um, well, the, the main thing here to think of is that together we can accomplish anything. And we've proven that, we've proven that to ourselves. And um, let's all get behind this and let's go for it. Let's make a huge splash. And uh, I, I know we can do it. Okay. Thanks for your time. And oh, one last thing, actually, the deadline for this yeah. is like sometime in April. Is that right? Yeah. You know, I put a, it's a soft deadline, but I put April 30th because this um, citizens climate um, conference is in June. So I thought it would take a little while to just organize that, but um, it's a little soft, but let's, you know, 
at the same time, it's good to have a deadline so that we can just get it, get it going. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for your time, Pete. And thanks for doing this. And I'm sure we'll be in touch. Thank you so much, Jason. All right. See ya. Thanks for listening to Nordic Nation. And remember, you'll find more info about Pete's cross-country climate challenge on the website.